Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Game over, series over, and the Red Sox are world champs again. Here comes a one-two pitch. Red Sox win the World Series. Five to one, the final tonight. You're listening to the Pesky Report, a podcast dedicated to the Boston Red Sox by Red Sox fans. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number forty-four. My name is Brad Chandler. With me tonight, I have my I have three co-hosts. I have Grant. How are we doing? I'm doing fantastic. I have Boston Brady. That makes no sense because you live in New York. How are we doing? I'm good. I'm good, yo, little Brad. I'm gonna. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Little Brad, huh? And also with us tonight, we have uh, a, a new co-host. He will uh, be doing the uh, midweek shows. Uh, Ed Hand, how are we doing? Uh, good. I need a cigarette after that win. That was that felt good. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think I need a cigarette after like what happened before we started recording. Holy shit! Man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, there we go. <laughs> I hate everything. <laughs> Don't mute it, man. Just keep it. Let it flow naturally. This is such a professional uh, setup that I got going here. I'm like on my head with like my fucking like <laughs> my blue Yeti just pointed upwards. Like, it's just it's such a jank setup. It's you so just horrible. said it's, it's pointed upwards there, Grant. Already? Wow. Well, I'm sorry. You know, I'm is that tall. what you call I'm it? Six your foot blue three. Yeti? Yeah, your blue Yeti. Why is it blue? What? All right, then. We're off to a blazing start, as always. Great podcast, boys. Uh, thanks for listening, everyone. All right, we're calling it a night. You're calling it a, we're done. All right. All right, guys. Uh, we got some fantastic news uh, this week. We uh, we got Chris Sale, some like prospect up in AA. Uh, he made a fantastic start today. He had three, what was it, three and two-thirds? Or was it yesterday? It was yesterday, actually. Three and two-thirds innings up in Portland. <clears throat> what are your guys' opinions? How do you guys feel about this? Let's go, Ed. Oh, yeah, he was hitting 97, didn't give up any hits, uh, looked 
like you would expect a big league ace to look at double A. He actually did worse in uh, that first start he had in the uh, in, uh, in the Florida Complex League oh, or whatever yeah. it was. So yeah, no, all systems go there. We'll see. Uh, I think he's going to probably make one or two more starts, uh, then you know, see when he gets to the majors. I was expecting his control to be a lot worse, but uh, no, he's looked good. He's looked real good. Uh, Grant. Uh, yeah, you know, it's like uh, I said, like, remember a few weeks back when, uh, what, what are you laughing about? What are you chuckling You're about? You're just totally guy? fucking weird, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's kind of like, uh, remember like a few weeks back when Jacob DeGrom was like, um, in like double A for like a rehab start or oh, something? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I, I said back then, uh, bullying children is always good for the soul, so... I'm glad that Chris Sale could get a good bullying session and really build those kids' character. Uh, that's my ace. <laughs> and and Boston or not Boston Brady? How? What is your opinion? <laughs> this you know, is going to be such a fucking ridiculous show. I yeah. already know it's going to because we're starting like that right path where everything is just fucking hilarious. Ryan, what are your thoughts on it? <laughs> All right, my my thoughts are you know about. A month and a half ago, we were talking about Chris Hill, and I was really, really pumped at the idea that he could come back. And, you know, usually around July, August, when he starts to fade a little bit. Right. But this postseason, he's going to be hitting that, you know, really ramped up full potential theoretically middle of September or even a week or so earlier. He's going to have probably no pitch limit, full 100% octane in the gas. And you might actually see like a full on. 100% good to go Chris Sale. That's a game changer. The Boston Red Sox have never had that Chris Sale in the postseason. I don't really know. You know, that's just unreal. The idea of that is that's that's exciting. I, I don't agree. the White Sox had that in the uh, postseason either because I don't think they've been there in a while. No. All right, I, uh, Brian, I agree with you there. That's probably one of the more exciting things for me is that if the Red Sox are playing the way that they're playing right now in their first place without Chris Sale – when he comes back, if he starts building that, you know, he's already got the confidence. He doesn't need confidence. The guy just oozes confidence. But if he comes back and he just starts pounding the ball, the zone and whatnot, starts striking out guys, getting guys out and whatnot, and looking like Chris Sale from, you know, 2017, 2018, he's going, you know, like you said, he gets, uh, he starts slowing down. He starts like uh, getting what is the word? Lackadaisical. Fatigued, you know? I think. Yeah, yeah, fatigued. And well, now he's just ramping up. Mm-hmm. So like this is basically like spring training, you know. Yeah. So I'm expecting he's gonna have he's gonna have another start on Sunday. Excuse me, people. Uh, on Sunday, I I just couldn't get to the mute button quick enough. <laughs> No, please, just, like, inject all of your phlegm into the microphone, please. Bless us with that presence. I mean, I could if you really wanted to, instead of turning around. (laughs) Such a cursed podcast. Such a good start. Yeah, right. But he's going to to be a a jolt of uh, energy into this rotation which is something that is needed, especially when we have, um, like, Martin Perez, who doesn't go more than uh, four and, like, two-thirds innings. 
you get Richards besides today, and we'll get into that. Who you know he he normally goes and he just shits the bed for the first two innings, and then he just locks things down. You know, we need we need somebody who you know will go like six, seven. You know, basically tell Cora to go fuck himself when he tries to come and take the ball out of his hand. You know? So I'm excited for Chris Sale to come back. There was other news that came out about Chris Sale, and he was talking about his diet. I don't know if you guys read about this. Yeah, I saw but that. He said that he's no longer eating McDonald's and Taco Bell uh, before he pitches, and I guess he's, like, done eating all that shit. It's like the guy's, like, 100 30 pounds, like, soaking wet, you know? Dude, I like, wish what? I had that kind of fucking metabolism. Are you kidding me? If I, like, if I eat a double cheeseburger from McDonald's, there go five more pounds added. This dude was, like, sucking down cheeseburgers and Taco Bell. Didn't gain a single pound. Also, yeah, like... Get, he's also a professional athlete, in all fairness there. Like, he's, use, he's using those calories. Yeah, but what the fuck, though? I mean, if yeah, he's just what eating the celery... Fuck is going on? If he's just eating celery sticks, I mean, like, he's going to be fucking dust. He's got to have a ham sandwich. I mean, <laughs> it's just, I worry about I don't know. When, when, I heard, when I heard he said that he's no longer eating that, he said 195 pounds is the most he's ever weighed in his life. I was just like, really, dude? You can definitely <laughs> fuck you. Like, eat a goddamn cheeseburger, bro. I will buy you, like, a couple of goddamn cheeseburgers. Double cheeseburger. Make it a double quarter pounder, bro. No, get over that. You know, get a little bit of wit on you, bro. <laughs> Remember a few years back, like uh, like he missed a few starts because of like uh, quote unquote digestive problems. Now that all makes sense. That dude was just like shitting his brains out because he was eating too much Taco Bell. And you know what? As a fan, I respect it. I kind of respect <laughs> it. You know, whatever. <laughs> he, he he went gluten free too, is what he said. Like, gotta cut the carbs on, out, bro. Yeah, I gotta cut everything out. Uh, so before we actually get into the like more further into the show, I have to uh, actually bring a DM up from a uh, from one of our followers on Twitter who asked a question for the previous episode, and I completely forgot about it because we were we were basically just shitting out on over the Yankees and whatnot, and we just didn't have time for it, but. We got uh, Rob Thibodeau, or I believe that's his name. Uh, he asked a question. He wanted to talk about the Jared Duran call-up, which we talked about in uh, the Yankee series. He said, uh, oh, what nickname do you think uh, would go best for Jared Duran? So I'm going to let you guys go ahead and come up with a nickname. Uh, Ed, what do you think? Milf Magnet. Milf Magnet. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Cougar bait, either one of those works for me. He has that like he has that look to him, you know, where the you know the yes. ladies in like their mid forties to late fifties are just gonna be really into him and it's gonna be it's gonna make some marriages a little uncomfortable. Yeah, that's what I go with. Oh, Jesus great. Christ. It's like Ben and Tendy for an older generation. <laughs> your oh my god, why is it so accurate? <laughs> Grant, I don't know. It'd probably just be for me, like just some really shitty Duran Duran pun. So <laughs> it's like fucking, like just call them like Planet Earth or something. Like just na- start naming off Duran Duran songs. Or like one of my came up with this, like if he went on a tear, I was like, you know, uh, he doesn't look like he's from this planet. Because <laughs> that's a Duran Duran song. There you go. See, very clever. 
Uh, that's what you come to me for. Really, I don't know why you came to me in the first place if you're not impressed by these great puns. Uh, I'm but, disgusted that you would even talk to me. I, anyway. I, I, I'm pretty much thinking that we should have ended with Ed instead of starting with him, because I yes. don't know if anything can top Milk Magnet or Cougar Magnet. No, it can't. Like <laughs> Ryan. This is like playing after Elvis. Like, what the fuck? What are we supposed to do now? You know, <laughs> I'm a teacher. And to me, he looks like a substitute teacher that comes in. And like, <laughs> yes. Like, he fills in for the day for like gym class, but he's way too intense. And all the kids are like, whoa. Like that. He's like a substitute teacher. That's right. He, he's the sub. I, that's, I, not, I, that's an unfortunate nickname, though, if you're like supposed to be a starter, I feel like. But not if he's subbing the milk. Like he, he's a milk magnet sub. So he, he's subbing in for the husband. Oh, I think that, no, that's not what sub means. Sub, uh, that means submissive. I think oh, in, that, in, that, oh, in that context. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Jesus okay. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. Get a hold of it, Brad. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to get through this episode. This is going to be absolutely insane. Um, Rob ended up saying, he said something about wolf. Uh, he goes, oh, right now, I think the wolf, basically, that would be like a Duran Duran um, reference, in my opinion. Yeah, people are just taking all the shitty Duran Duran puns, and that, frankly, that's my real estate. Fuck off. Get your own niche, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I think you win this um, win this round saying the milk magnet or the cougar magnet. Uh, if any of our followers out there um, listen to this and you want to weigh in and let us know what... Jesus Christ, talking about... What, what's the fuck's going on over there? like an episode of Cops. It's really <laughs> fucking... All you hear is wolf. My dog just stomped on my computer. That shit was scary. You hear wolf, and then the fucking, like, camera just fucking goes... Um, if you guys listen to this episode and you got past the first four or five minutes, um, come at us. Let us know what you think uh, a nickname should be for Jaren Duran. Uh, if you agree with any of us about the nicknames or whatnot, I'm I'm going with Milford Cougar Magnet. I, I kind of like that. I, I think that you know the, he's got the guns and whatnot, and you know the ladies love the muscles and whatnot. That's why I'm you know <laughs> shredded. Yeah, I'm just shredded right now. Um, so let's talk a little bit about uh, what, what do we want to talk about? We're not talking about the game yet, are we? No, baseball? no, I don't want to talk about baseball, guys. Fuck that. How about how about the fact that your man uh, Mercedes just uh, came out and what happened? Posted up that he's retiring. What did he actually post? What what like what what was the word? So I posted it in our chat. Um, I posted this up basically what he had said on his at his uh, Instagram, I believe it was. And he goes, uh, "It's over." Like that's what he posted in his Instagram story, and then he goes. First of all, I want to thank God for giving me life to the fans that uh, for giving me life to the fans that without them I was nothing. To my family for understanding me and always supporting Daniel Zoo for getting me ahead. And by the way, ask forgiveness to all those who I offended for. Offended fruit of my immaturity to the members of the radio, television, and press, to all the teams I participated in by not tolerating the decisions of them, to everyone who, as a human being, failed. I apologize, and thus I walked away from baseball for a while. God bless you. It's over. 
Ouch. Very odd scenario. I feel like more information is going to come out about this later on to maybe give more context. Well, we all know what the... We, we basically know what's going on, you know? Like, after the whole situation where he, he swung at a 3-0 um, count and he hit a home run, Tony LaRusso basically, like, bashed him. And then ever since then, he just hasn't been the same. I mean, at the big league level, yeah, he was actually tearing it up in the minors. Like, his numbers there, hang on, let me get it up. I was looking at this uh, just before this started. Uh, yeah, he was hitting, like, uh, he was hitting uh, 309, 377 on base percentage, 655 slugging percentage, five doubles, four homers, and 61 plate appearances. So, short sample size, but he was, he was doing real well for Charlotte. That's pretty freaking weird, man. Like, you don't hear about this kind of stuff every day. Like, he's not an older guy. You know, there's no obvious injury. Um, you know, I mean, and not for nothing, if, if he's that rattled by, by Larusa, kind of, you know, it's just shocking to me that he would have made it all this far to the major leagues to be rattled by, by this. You know, you would think it'd be a lot more mentally tough. Yeah, I feel there's, like there's probably, probably more. <laughs> I feel like there's more than Tony Larusa, but you know that fans or people of baseball are going to uh, over exaggerate this and say that it had to do with you know Tony Larusa basically beating him down into the fucking ground. Though uh, reiterate, fuck Tony Larusa, dude's a fucking clown. <laughs> I, I'll never understand why he's allowed to manage that really fun young White Sox team. Well, <laughs> I just I hate everything. I hate what he stands for, really. Honestly, because that whole situation with Yerman is reminding me of it just infuriates me. The fact that you throw your own player under the bus saying you're okay with him getting plunked. Fucking eat shit, you fucking loser. Can you imagine if the White Sox hadn't traded Tatis and they still had him there with La Russa? They could have him and Soto. It's been hilarious. Can you imagine? He'd have a brain hemorrhage if Juan Soto was still there with him doing his little <laughs> shuffle. Yeah, I love that shuffle where, where it's he hilarious. just stares out and he fucking grabs his fucking John Johnson. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck you. Grant, I got a, looks at the fucking I, pitcher right in the eye. Dude's a legend. I got, I got a counterpoint, though. You said you don't know why LaRusse is there. Have you ever seen him in shorts? <laughs> fucking Christ, dude. Why? <laughs> why? Why, why, why are we going there? I I'm just saying, him. like, you want to talk about getting a group, a, a group of men to follow a leader. Like, you see Tony LaRusse in short shorts. I guarantee you, you're going to do what he tells you to do. Fact. Fact. It's a fact. I don't know, man. Oh my god. I have no idea. I'm I'm not I'm not a oh, Tony fan. Brad take the uh, moral high ground. Here we go. Oh, look at Brad having the correct take. Yep. <laughs> Again. Oh my god. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> anyway. He really is the honest, honest selection ever for that team. Like you have a young, exciting, you know, diverse team, and they're like, you know what we're going to do? Let's get this old piece of shit out of storage. You know? 70, well, how old is he? Like 70 fucking – what is he, 76? He's 78 he, or 76. He used to like manage that. fucking Dusty Baker. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's that's pretty much all you have to say. Man, Dusty's Dusty not Baker, young. He's still here. Well, Dusty Baker looks like he's fucking ancient. <laughs> he is fucking ancient. <laughs> oh, my God. But Tony, dr- Tony drinks like a 20-year-old, though. You know what I mean? Like, mad respect to that, though. 
Just saying. Hold on. Let me see real quick. Yeah, he's 76. But he's a young 76. And didn't he start with the White Sox or something? And he's like friends with the with the owner, and there was like some think, deathbed I, promise or something like that he gets to manage again if something happens. I don't fucking remember. I mean, of course it'd be like a, an ownership thing. It's the same guy that owns the Bulls. Like, dude's a fucking idiot. Like, doesn't know how to run a team. Yet somehow, the, yet somehow the White Sox have been able to flourish under good management. It's a miracle like ownership hasn't completely torpedoed it. I mean, that's the same management. Like you said, fucking the Bulls fucking blew that shit up. You lost the best basketball player of all time and whatever. Fuck him. What's his name? Jerry? Reinsdorf. Yeah, fuck him. He sucks. He's bad. You hired, like, the worst possible fit for your team, and the team is so talented that they can at least mitigate it. I mean, congratulations. They just signed, uh, what's his name, Len? That was a really good deal for both of them. Yeah, it was. I mean, he looked like shit when he played for the Yankees. I completely forgot that he played for the Yankees. Oh, yeah, he got he got destroyed in Game Three. He was bad there. He was very was awesome. bad there. He really was. He he was really bad there. Yep. And then Texas picked him up, and he's really good now. So hey, go yeah, Texas. That's like Texas. Anytime they take a pitcher, they always fix him, right? Yeah, Texas right. Known. Yeah. It's like the Rays trading for like a career AAA player. You know, the guy's about to have a breakout season as soon as they get him. Yep. Speaking of the shitty Yankees. Uh, did you guys just see that the Marlins just uh, signed Pettit's son? Oh, Good yeah. That's like a non what, – what's it called? Uh, like one of those unsigned free agents or whatever. Hey, speaking of the Yankees, you want to hear something funny real quick? Are they losing? Did they lose? Tell uh, me well, they were down 5-2, but it is now tied 5-5 five to five in the bottom of the eighth. Oh. Uh, so that's fun to monitor. They're playing with the Phillies, right? Yes. And so the Phillies are sucking dick right now. Yeah, took so, two out of three from us though. Clearly, G- clearly Jeter signed Pettit son is just like a a be a solid. You know what gotta I mean? love gotta love nepotism. Yep. I don't know. Go do you think that? I mean, ownership doesn't really have anything to do with that, do they? Or do they have the like? Hey, I mean, uh, what's her name? Um, fuck, why can't I? Kim Ng. Oh uh, yeah. Front, front office. Uh, she's the front office person. She's the one that's going to be doing the, the signings and whatnot. So, I mean, Jeter's yeah, probably like, hey, yeah, you know. It's not right. like they spent big money on, you know, like no. this is just like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm starting for them next week, you know, in, in short season. So, I mean. Yeah, I heard about that. Congratulations. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. See what I can do. <laughs> uh, so, more rumors around Gallo. Uh, more rumors around Rizzo, Bryant, uh, with the trade season coming up. What are your guys' takes on like where certain, what certain people are going to go? And uh, like, I just heard something about Kembrel possibly to like Toronto. He'd be a really good fit in Toronto. That'd, that'd be a really good get for them. Give him extra. Uh, I don't want him on Toronto. That would not yeah, be neither do I. The Red Sox. Yeah, for that reason, I don't want him to go there. <laughs> well, like, speaking uh, of Toronto, speaking of Toronto, they've just played their last game in Buffalo. Good, good for them. I'm so glad they're finally going back to Toronto. Yeah, yeah. We talked about this on episode 42, and uh, you know, congratulations to all the Toronto Blue Jays fans out there. Uh, if they listen to us, because we're a Red Sox podcast, they probably say "fuck you." But um, no, super happy. Uh, I had a 
uh, Toronto Blue Jays uh, beat writer on episode 30, I believe. Graham, I don't know how to say his last name, but uh, he writes for Belly Up Sports, who we are affiliated with, who we're on their network. And uh, he's extremely excited about that. I'm happy for him. Um, But back to trades and whatnot, Rizzo, I know that Rizzo is a big big name that people want in Boston. How do we, what are our thoughts? Please, please. I need Anthony Rizzo in my life on this lineup. Bring him home. He should have been here to begin with. <laughs> but uh, Rizzo just seems like everything we need right now for at least a position player. Like we need a left-handed hitting first baseman. His underlying numbers, even though he hasn't had an amazing year, but the underlying numbers still say that he's really good. Uh, he fills that void, probably hit like, probably, what, six or seven for us, and just makes our lineup look even more scary. Uh, to me, like, Rizzo's like a, a perfect fit for here. I think he makes sense on paper, absolutely. If it was, um, if, if Theo was still the GM here, it would make even more sense just since he drafted him and everything. But I, I'm curious how much he's going to cost him. You know, I yeah. we haven't really seen Bloom in a buyer mode, so we don't really know what that's going to look like if, with him trying to, trying to trade for immediate value rather than uh, trying to deal away for future value. So it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting to see. I would, I think Rizzo would be a very good fit in this lineup. I can't think of a better one. That's actually on the trade block. Uh, would be fun to fantasize about Freddie Freeman coming here. It's not happening. No, um, way. No, no way. Yeah. It costs way um, too much. Oh God. Yeah. No Cassis and like at least two other good prospects. So yeah, no, it's not happening, but um I just wonder how much Rizzo's going to cost. I wonder what the Cubs are going to be looking for for half a year out of the guy. And I mean, the same goes for Bryant. Honestly, you could do Bryant wouldn't be a bad fit in Boston either. But again, no, the, I just cost, don't know what the, the cost, cost would be way be. too much for Bryant, in my opinion. Yeah, I would love Rizzo. I mean, I, you know, that that would be I think ideal. I love a guy with a, a postseason track record. I, I think that's uh, kind of an unappreciated you know aspect to to a player's profile. Uh, I do think, you know, Jesus Aguilar uh, would, would fit well. I'd love the left-handed bat, but I think that could be – the cost could be a little more uh, enticing uh, to Bloom's taste. And uh, Carlos Santana, um, you know, oh. I, you know I, I think the only thing is I think he would fit in terms of, uh, you know, he's got another year, so does Aguilar, um, as a bridge to Cassis. Um, and I think the switching aspect of Santana, um, you know, could be uh, Rizzo to me would be the the, the ideal choice, um, but I think there's you know, two other ones out there, and then again, Heim could shock everyone and get someone completely different altogether too. But uh, somebody's coming. So this is a question for the three of you actually. Where do you bat Rizzo in the lineup if you get him? Okay, that's a good question. So let me think. So be like what Kike Verdugo when he gets healthy, obviously he'll be back there because I I still think Durant's it's a little early, right? Like to mm-hmm. have him be the consistent number two. Like, he hasn't shown enough yet. You know, I, I could eat shit on that. But, so yeah, probably like a Kike Verdugo, uh, some combination of, a, like, J.D. and then Xander and Bogarts. And do we like Rizzo better than Renfro? Hold on. Hold on. Mean- Xander and then Bogarts? Yeah, that's what one. Said. Yeah, I mean, I really don't mix and match wherever the hell you feel like. <laughs> Xander and then Devers? Yeah. Is that what I said? You said Xander and Bogarts. You were like Xander and Bogarts. Yeah, Xander Endeavors. That's what I meant to say. My brain doesn't work. Why are you bullying me? I'm being bullied on this podcast. I thought this was an accepting place. 
Anyway, back to our same four. So rudely interrupted <laughs> by me being wrong. Uh, it comes down to the question: Do we like uh, like Renfro at six, or would we like Rizzo at six better? I don't know. Um, Renfro hasn't consistently been looking good as of late. He's held out his last few games. I mean, he had the Grand Slam before so that. I mean, like the, a cold stretch. Yeah, yeah right. before the Blue Jays outside of Buffalo. So, hold on. So let me fucking rephrase that. <laughs> Renfro sucks. No. Um, <laughs> fuck Renfro. Get him off the team. Kahn's a bad GM. Sell everyone. Why are we even talking about buying? Fire <laughs> back, Dombrowski. Bring it. Yeah, exactly. Bring him back. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Renfro at six. Um, I'm okay with him there. I do like the fact that he's been an everyday player, even though, like, you know, they paid him to be, like, a platoon player. So such a good deal. Have him there six or seven, have Rizzo, you know, the opposite. So if Renfro's batting six, Rizzo's batting seven. Then Duran Vasquez, like that's a, such a good lineup. <laughs> I, I would do uh, Duran nine. I, I, I like his speed. Yeah, the speed. You know, yeah. That's, that's the bottom. I like that. I get and it. Then, I like that. And then I'd like it going back to Kike because I, I really like the idea. If Rizzo's at seven with, as a lefty, Vasquez at eight as a righty, Duran at nine as a lefty, then back flip it back over to Kike as a righty. It's going to get very hard, I think, to especially with the, with the three batter minimum rule that I absolutely hate. Um, I mean, like I really fucking hate that rule. But uh, I would hit Rizzo seventh unless Renfro goes ice, ice, ice cold, um, and you want to change it. But I think that would fit best. Like, if you just add Rizzo to this lineup, like, it just has so much depth. Like, if you're having, like, a guy like, you know, Bobby Dahlbeck come off the bench, like, then, yes, if you see him as a bench pack, you're like, oh, that's a pretty good option. It's like, you know, it just, you seeing him as an everyday starter, which kind of sours you on him. Like, so I had nine. Uh, sorry. sorry, go ahead. No, you oh, go no, ahead. I didn't mean to. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, I hadn't thought of Duran batting ninth, because I was going to ask, uh, as a follow-up to that, how would you guys feel about Rizzo as the leadoff guy and moving Kike uh, further back in the lineup? Nah, I think he has, he has shown that he deserves to be the leadoff guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been doing, you know, we we pretty much shit on the fact that he was going to be the leadoff guy for the for the season, and then he just comes out and he's just like, you know what, fuck you guys, I heard you, I heard exactly what you said, and he just starts smashing balls. I mean, he hits a homer off a of coal, and then uh, yeah a leadoff homer off a coal, and then he just starts hitting leadoff homers. You know, Kike did what I tell all these players to do, like, just simply start playing better. And Kike's like, you know what? <laughs> I've decided I'm done with this. I'm playing better now. It's pretty and much any time that Grant starts it. talking shit about a player. It's so true. I should They, have they so immediately hard. start playing better. Can Wait, you talk some shit about me? Christian Vasquez, please? Right. That brings me to, to a, a question now. <laughs> so if we're saying Kike – as Leoff and I agree, then that basically assumes that he's a second baseman, um, which then is Christian Royal as the super sub. Is 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 that what we we see Arroyo's spot being? Yeah, and that's really a bummer because Arroyo's a damn good player. I just wish he could stay healthy. Right, or or do we do we see possibly uh, if I think Verdugo. If he really, who knows the extent of how really? And obviously, he's not playing at one hundred percent. You know, maybe it's time to you know give him 
a little more time off breathers, uh, maybe look at some matchups that really favor him. Um, and, and you could look at an outfield where, you know, Royals at second base, you got Kike, uh, you've got Duran, and you've got Renfro, and you use Verdugo not as your fourth outfielder, but you spot him a little bit because him getting healthy, I think, is as important to the Red Sox offense as anything else. I mean, he's a spark plug at that, so. 100%. I 100% agree with that. I'd be okay with that, yeah. You can also just uh, you give Duran the a break against lefties too, potentially, and just start a Royal against right against lefties. Have him at second and uh, Kike at center. But that's you know Duran's up in the majors right now, so I feel like he's supposed to be starting every day. So Rizzo just Rizzo he gets just gives this lineup so much depth. It's just so exciting to think about. Please make what, the move, kind. <laughs> what else are we looking at? I mean, I know we want like a setup guy. And then fire fucking Andres into the fucking sun. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, like, I think they should get another bullpen arm. I don't think it's like a dire need because when Sale comes back, you can push Perez to the bullpen, and that kind of he's better than like uh, Andres by a billion miles. Because like the issue with Perez is like he can't go distance, but if he's a bullpen guy, who gives a fuck? <laughs> like, oh, he can only go three innings. Okay, that's perfect for a middle relief guy. <laughs> I kind of want to see uh, Heim consider moving Richards, um, but but paying all the salary, get a prospect back, and use that to, to maybe go out and get an arm um, kind of himself. Uh, I like Perez, especially with with a guy like Tanner Houck, you know, piggybacking kind of like Whitlock 2.0 to have two of those guys that can give you you know multiple innings out of the pen. Uh, knowing the fact that when we get to the postseason. Uh, the number five starting pitcher, not really the most important thing in the world. But uh, when you have Brandon Workman, who really looks like a shell of his former self, mm-hmm. Yaxel Rios, who's been pretty good, actually, but like he's not a high leverage arm. I'm looking at one, if not two. I think the bullpen and a first base are the are the two uh, greatest needs that could – I mean, their bullpen's really good right now. But scary thought, do you really trust Darwinson right now in a big spot? I trust yeah. Darwinson over Andres any day of the week. <laughs> yeah, no, a- you're Sorry, absolutely guys. right. They need two more relievers. I think you need one high leverage guy and one guy to kind of be that. What Brandon Workman is right now, I would really right. prefer him not being on the team anymore. Um, yeah, I look at somebody. I I don't think this is the guy that they're going to get, but it would make me happy for that Workman role if they just somehow got Daniel Bard. I think he'll probably end up going to a team that wants a closer but doesn't have money for a real closer, so they get him. Uh, Richard Rodriguez over on the uh, Pirates, he's going to cost something, but he's got some options, and he's been really good this year. You don't need him to close. You can just have him pitch uh, the eighth when uh, Adovino's tired. I don't know what he's going to cost, probably more than a lot of these other names, but, you know, he would be perfect. And speaking uh, I kind of want to talk about the piggybacking that uh, Ryan was talking about. You were saying, like, uh, Sale and then, like, Whitlock, whatever. What are your thoughts on going Sale Hauk? Oh, that's that's... That's dangerous. I mean, you got a, a lefty going cross arm, and then you're bringing a righty. That's gonna fuck up the other team. I mean, there's that's 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 great. I mean, that's that to me is really really attractive option. That's so do you combine that? Uh, uh, do you combine those? Oh, sorry, sorry. I just think that that was like I've always thought like this this season especially. I thought that that would be like the best scenario when Sale comes back because you 
you know, Seal's probably not going to go six, seven innings when he first comes back. He's probably going to go four, mm-hmm. maybe five. You're going to need somebody to go in there and give a little bit of, you know, give like two innings, three innings, whatever, something similar to like a Whitlock. And it seems like that's the type of role that they're going with Howard. Except yeah. now he's making a start now. It was supposed to be against, it's supposed to be against the Blue Jays. It's going to be against the Yankees tomorrow. But that that wipeout slider from Sale, and then you got that slider from Pau, you know, lefty righty. That would just be insane. Oh but, yeah, uh, yeah. So that, would you? Got, would you? I'm oh, sorry. Would you want to no. go like five innings with one and then four with the other? Because another thing you could do just to, just to mess with the other team's lineup, you use an opener for the first inning, and then you don't know, they don't know what order you're going to be bringing Sale and Hook in with. It, it's convoluted, but it could be cool to see. That'd be fun. I don't know how I'd feel about having an opener for sale. Yeah. I feel like, I feel, I feel, I feel like, I feel like sale just needs, you know, he goes out and just fucks everybody. And he's just like, you know, <laughs> you know, just go right out in the first inning. Don't have an opener. Just, you know, just fuck you. Here's yeah, sale. I think he, he's an alpha male. I, I don't see, you know, I don't see him saying, I like this little cute little thing that, you know, some teams like to play around with. You know, I, I think he gets – if there's got a lease after four innings or five innings and you want to go how, you know, for, and I think the scores really depend on as as well as you want to go with how, how can you give you two, he can give you three. Um, but uh, boy, coming from the left and coming from the right. Damn. That's, that's to me where for me, I don't think a starting pitcher is something that the Red Sox really need. Um, for the postseason, and I love the idea when Sale slides everyone else down, right? Erod becomes a two or a three, Evaldi becomes a two or a three, which is where they should be, and Pavetta at, at that number four, especially in the playoffs after four innings, you're yanking them, you know, and maybe ringing Whitlock for two, and then you turn over to bullpen you trust. That, that to me, I, I'd love to see another really good arm coming, uh, and Ryan Brazier too. I saw he just just started regaining some baseball activities, but I kind of feel like this might be a lost season for him. Frazier could be the workman replacement. That's the old, that's yeah. the role that I would see him in there, but he's not a high leverage guy. No, no, he's running out of time too. You know what I mean? So yeah. I just got a, I just got a notification from Bleacher Report. Uh, the Braves uh, Padres game was suspended in the fifth inning. It's five four. So I don't know what that means. I don't know if they're going to like start playing the game in the fifth inning at a later date, or they're going to just like start the game over or whatever. But that's something the uh, New York Yankees could have fucking done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You fucking dicks. Yeah, whatever. Bunch of losers. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, guys, let's start talking about this series. Uh, Blue Jays, Red Sox. Uh, it's... It was the last series for the Blue Jays at Buffalo, as I said earlier. Uh, again, you know, I can't say it enough. You know, I'm like super happy that the Blue Jays are now going to be playing at home in Toronto. Um, the Canadian government has lifted uh, the, the rules or, you know, being able to cross the border. And, from what my, my understanding is, is that they're going to be playing in an open, um, the dome's going to be open. So the roof's going to be open, and that's due to the whole COVID situation. And I believe they're going to be playing in front of 15%. That's uh, right. 
So, and I was talking to our uh, the, the the Blue Jays beat writer for Belly Up, uh, Graham. He said Graham Wallace. That, that's his name. Uh, he said that uh, the tickets are so expensive. He's not going to the first game. <laughs> like you, you have to expect that the the tickets were going to be extremely expensive because they haven't played home since September of 2019. Yeah. So that's you're going on almost two years. So there's that. But let's talk about this series. What were our thoughts going into this series? Well, um, we, you know, it's surprised. Like, we're so cheery today. Uh, I was told by a lot of Red Sox fans that, you know, we should be lighting up, like, funeral pyres because the season was over after the loss to the, the uh, you know, the Yankees. I, I really can't believe we're even here. Um, I, <laughs> I've i said it many times. Like, I hate how hyperbolic some of this fan base is. Like, you lose one, one or two series in a row, and then suddenly – the fucking sky's falling. Everything is just terrible. And like, was this like the fourth or fifth time this has happened? Like we're like something first started like with the Orioles, like the first series of the year, the season was over. That was pretty crazy. Um, and there's a few different series this year. I'm just tired of it, dude. I'm just so tired of some of this fan base. (laughs) It it really is obnoxious that, you know, like the team loses and everybody's just like, this team sucks. And and perfect example is, is that today's lineup wasn't really the sexiest of lineups that Cora has put out. I mean, you had Santana uh, batting second. second. You had uh, Dahlbeck batting eighth and Chavis batting ninth. I mean, that was not a real good you know, looking at it on paper and whatnot, it's just like, oh, what are you doing? Like, I'm okay with Dahlbeck and Chavis, but I'm not a fan of Santana. I, I really don't no. want him on the team anymore. We talked about well, it before. I, <laughs> yeah, no, he, he might be hitting the IL, which uh, we'll talk about that too. But, you know, in the last episode, uh, when we talked about the Yankee series, uh, we – I discussed that he was coming off the IL, and I was hoping that Bloom was going to just call him back up and be like, "All right, we're we're DFAing you. We're, we're designating you for assignment. You know, fuck you. You you can't do anything for us." But I mean, I was not thrilled with the fact that he was batting second, and I don't know how you guys felt about it. But no, I felt horrible. I was like, why the fuck is Danny Santana batting second? He was literally the only person on that line in that lineup that I was just like, why? Why are we doing this? Like, I feel like it's just like a thing where, like, you know, Cora really um, values, like, consistency, where he doesn't want to move other guys around in the lineup. He doesn't have to. He's like, you know what? These guys feel comfortable hitting here. They, they hit well when they're hitting in this spot. So if we're going to give, you know, the brand the day off today uh, – the number two spot is getting filled by whoever the replacement is. It doesn't matter. Grant, I love that you said consistency because I thought you meant that Coro was like, I love that I know what I'm getting out of Santana, right? The consistency. <laughs> no. to get, like absolutely nothing. Like, yes. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to pencil him in. He's going 0 for 4, right? Yes. You know, and then it looked, tonight it looked like he got shot in the outfield. I mean, like, <laughs> it looked. It wasn't an ugly injury, like, oh, my God, I think his career's over. It was an ugly injury because, like, it looked like me running and then me getting hurt. <laughs> but, like, I shouldn't be trying to run and, like, make an athletic play, right? Like, yes. that's not me. But apparently that's not Danny Santana either. Well the, well, the thing that, like, got me is the fact that on um, 
Tuesday. It was Tuesday? No, today's Wednesday. So it would have been Monday. He was number eight in the lineup. Yep. And then all of a sudden, like, he got – I mean, he did get two hits. So, I mean, maybe that was Cora's explanation. Like, yeah, we're going to put him in number two because he got two hits. He's eating we'll, we'll just – yeah, really. He's Logic checks up. out. I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's just – They won it was, both games. They did. They sure did. did. They sure did. Now, the – let's talk about game one. Game one started off. We all saw the shakeup on the on the lineup. We saw Verdugo batting. I believe it was sixth, uh, yeah. and Duran was batting second. Uh, this is his. What is it? Was it his second game or third game? Uh, or second, uh, third, third, because he. he, yeah. he I, I believe he played, he played Sunday, didn't he? Well, I guess it's like two and a half because the Yankees played the. Bullshit game on Saturday. Yeah. I'm not going to count that as a full game. Yeah, that that is a bullshit game. Yep. <laughs> but um, so in his third appearance in a game in MLB, he's batting second. He went from batting, I believe he was eighth. Yeah, eighth, seventh, or eighth, whatever it was. I think actually wasn't it sixth his first game. Honestly, my memory's dog shit, so I couldn't tell you. Sure. Hold on a second. Yeah, sure. That's that's an answer. Fuck. It was. It was. He was in you the lineup. You know it, Brad. You know all the answers. Yep. <laughs> he was six. He, he did bet. Hey, six. there you go. Sorry, Whoa. Brad. Yeah, big brace, Brad over here. Jeez, Brad. Sorry, Jesus. Fuck. Fucking Brady. <laughs> I couldn't hate you any more than I do right now. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. Usually it takes years and years to get to that point. Oh I'm glad God. that we cut through all the bullshit and got right to the end, end game. Fantastic. So it, it went uh, Kike, Duran, uh, Bogarts, Devers, Dahlbeck. Like, um, Dahlbeck being put up like the fifth. I wish we had Brian Dahlbeck back. He's, so, a, he's a bench coach for a AAA team now. I saw him uh, earlier nice. this season. He ended up the manager got ejected, and there's Brian Daw back. Wayne looked like a lot much bigger than he was with the team, but he still looks just like Brian Daw back. That could be the answer. Left-handed hitting first base. Oh, that I like be, that. You know what I mean? So we got we had uh, Kike, Jaron, Xander, Raphael, uh, Bobby, JD, Alex Verdugo, Hunter, uh, Danny. Uh, Santana and Plawecki. I like how I went like first names and then I went Alex Verdugo. Um, Cause he's not hitting. Yeah, he's, he, he is, but he had, he walked three times in the first game, yep. but um, eight, they put up an eight spot in the first inning. <laughs> that was <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> like if they, they continue doing that, that game would have been like 10 hours long. It was nice sick. to see. It was nice to see the game start off with eight runs for the good guys, though. I will say that. Got, gotta say, like, uh, it just seems like they heard the noise. They heard some some of the idiots, and they're like, you know what? Y- y'all thought we had showed weakness. I'm just gonna shit on the Blue Jays real quick. Just take a fucking fat dump on them. I think. I think like here's eight only, runs first inning. <laughs> I think the only negative out of that game was the fact that Pavetta fucking gave up eleven hits. He looks like he forgot how to pitch, like for an inning. Like he just whoa, completely whoa, forgot. Whoa. 
I said it's probably the only negative. I didn't say it was horrendous. I'm not letting you. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not letting you trash that beautiful man right now. Nick Pavetta sat for like 48 minutes just going like, I mean, this is amazing. But Brad, (laughs) if you sit in the same position for 10 minutes, you get up slow. I have seen you get up. It's not pretty, right? Now, when they're scoring eight runs, right? Look at yay. It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good. You want Nick Pavetta to sit there, watch the hit parade, and be like, yeah, I'm used to sitting here for like three hours between between pitches. Really? 11 hits. 11 hits. Yeah, but he looked all right like the second, third. It was the fourth. I didn't, I, I'm not saying that he I don't like horrible. when you say this. I, I like did not say it. he looked like shit. I said the oh, – because the – because the blasphemy. offense was so good. Shut the fuck up, Brady. Blasphemy. <laughs> just total blasphemy. For one singular it. inning, he looks like he forgot how to pitch. That's a fact. <laughs> yes. You know, if, you're gonna, if you're going to forget how to pitch for one inning, better to do it when your team got eight runs in the first. Exactly. Like, it's, 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 it's not, not, it's it's not the worst thing ever, but it did happen. Like, we can... <laughs> Maybe he was bored. All I said was the only negative part was the fact that Pavetta gave up 11. I didn't say that Pavetta looked like shit. I just said that that was the only with an offense that had 13 runs. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment, bedsheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bedsheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoiced. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. There's like, what negative could you find in a game? Would you tell me the one negative part about that game? Alex Verdugo still didn't get a hit. Xander Bogarts went 0 for 5. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. Ed, again, for the win. Swish. And Pavetta gave up 11 hits. Because <laughs> he's fucking bored. When you're given a 12 nothing lead right by the second inning, you would want to make it at least – because it went, was it like 12-4 at one point, and the base is loaded. And he's like, oh, shit, a mistake pitch here, and now we got ourselves a ball game. He's Sorry, in the second inning, in the second inning, I have to correct you because I'm an asshole. It was mm-hmm. 11. Okay, Continue. so he was bored as fuck. He turned it into a little bit of a baseball <laughs> thing. That's what Nick Pavetta does. That's him getting ready for October. I know you don't get that. How about like, the fact that Vladdy didn't get a hit? 
that shows how great that shows how great Nick Pavetta is. Exactly. Check. Oh man, you know what made me really horny about that game though? Everything Kike Hernandez did, two home runs. Oh. Yes. Oh my god. He hit a double. You know, like Dan Duran got his first home run. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a milf, so that doesn't do anything for me. Oh, that's a, that's a, a, a joke came back. back. You could be that's a cougar, I guess. Aha, uh-huh, callbacks. That's how you know it's a good podcast. <laughs> anyway, we're moving forward. <laughs> Are we moving forward, though, Grant? Are we really moving forward? I don't know. Speaking of, like, looking back, uh, like, it's like being horny reminded me, like, yeah, Kike, I had a tweet about Kike like that. It's like, please, Kike, can only get so horny. I'm begging you. <laughs> Oh fuck! It's he the bottom the of the ninth. He likes it's the, the bottom. Of the... <laughs> it's the bottom of the ninth for the Yankees game. They have two on with, I believe, it's one out right now. All right, What's here's my game? serious. Here's a serious KK thing. That guy is not big, but man, he has a lot of fucking home runs, man. Dude, when he gets a hold of it, it's fucking. You know, it's gone. It's, it's all he, on the hips, and he uses those hips a lot. Brady, I think we're going to say there for a second, like, he isn't big, but, man, he's got girth, and I would have lost my (laughs) shit if he said that. (laughs) I've heard he's girthy. I don't know what that means. Brad, can you please explain that to me? I can show it to you if you really want. Okay, and okay. Uh, I'm going to put that in the maybe pile, not in the yes pile, but not in the no pile either, right? That's, That's complimentary, you know? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Just in the maybe pile. I'm losing it. It's a maybe pile. This is such a horrible episode. So you, no, this is so, the best episode. What are you fucking you, talking about? So you want you want to you want to put negative words on Nick Pavetta's fucking name because oh, he's bored out of his goddamn mind because the offense decided just to beat the shit out of Toronto Blue Jays because they were pissed at the Yankees not only for hurting Alex Verdugo's feelings but also for doing some bullshit rain fucking. <laughs> fucking dance that they had. I don't want to get going on that again, because I'm still upset about that. I think we're all fucking upset about that. Anybody who's a Red Sox fan who isn't upset about it, man, you're an asshole. Oh my god. I'm fucking losing it. But the better gave up 11 hits. That's a negative. 
buddy you learn how to pitch out of jams just get practice at that <laughs> i mean i will i will say he looked he did look bored so he's like you know what guys I'm sorry. This is what I'm going to do. Channeling is inner Garrett Richards where everything is just truly boring to him. I just look like you do not care for a single that, second. That guy needs to cut his fucking hair. I'm sorry. No, his hair's fucking awesome. What are you talking about? I, was, I actually... I, so I posted <laughs> no, the other day. <laughs> I posted the other day when uh, Pavetta fucking pitched. He has that little fuzz on his face. And I was like, Pavetta needs to save that shit off yeah, of his face. It's actually worked for Eddie and Hauk. Dude, Erod looks fucking awesome without the the beard. He looks like an Adonis. Love that man. And so, anything else on the first game? Ah, not either. Jaron Duran right. makes me horny. Next. Uh, so, so you're a Cougar. Homer, yes. I don't know. How have we not established this by now? <laughs> I'm working on a nickname for Pavetta right now. Uh, I, I've been calling him Canadian Meathead, but you guys seem to actually like him, so maybe I shouldn't call him that here. He, so me say, me say that he had he gave up eleven hits, and you're gonna shit all over me, and then he calls him a fucking Canadian meathead, and you don't say shit. I like Ed. Ed seems like a nice guy. Thank you. I like you too. <laughs> Thanks. The double. I mean, on the podcast, I'm a big, I'm a huge out. Nick Pavetta fan, right? What a fucking I'm asshole! Gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna like that slide. I like that. I like that he knew that he was Canadian, right? That was good. I call him Cupid, right? That's because I like that one too. That's nicer Valentine's. than mine. I just think so. His whole thing with um, with the Phillies was just that he had this really electric stuff, and he could never figure it out. So that nickname actually comes from his Philly days for me. Yes, he's like an electric Cupid. He's in like a like an electric Cupid. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Nesson is is playing is doing the replay for Chris Sale, and he just picked he picks a guy off at first. Did you guys end up seeing that? Like he's like yeah, again he's bullying. Like, like, like who the about... fuck tries to steal on Chris Sale? Like, all right, this guy's this this asshole is making a fucking rehab start. I'm gonna try and fucking steal on him. Who gives that fucking sign? That coach fun. should be fucking fired. Just having a bit of fun, you know. Bullying Maybe they were fun. fucking bored. Oh, we got a guy out first. Let's try and do something with Chris Sale on the mound, asshole. Uh, so the second game got rained out. How do we feel about that? Bullshit. It was very well, with my mom. That was nice, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it sucked. It sucked. I hate the fact that it, there's been so many fucking rainouts and fucking suspensions and whatnot for games. And the Blue Jays pitcher was, was, was banged up, too. So it was going to be like a bullpen game. So, like, I was mentally like, oh, that's another win. Great. And then they just robbed yeah, it. Right. A Blue Jays bullpen game. Yeah, and now we have to, now, now. I believe it's getting made made up in uh, August August tenth. I think it is. So so is it made up in Buffalo or made up in Toronto? Toronto. Toronto. That's shady. I'm calling that. Yeah, they, no, they should be forced to go back to, to Buffalo. <laughs> That's shady. It should be in Buffalo. I'm sorry. They should fly up the fans from Buffalo that had tickets for the rain down game for that. Yes. If anything, like I'd be pissed if I was living in. Bu- I mean, I'd be pissed if I was living in Buffalo, but I'd be pissed if I had tickets to that <laughs> game too. <laughs> Just got canceled and moved to fucking Toronto. We love throwing shots at Buffalo as a city. You gotta love it. They're like fifteen percent of you get in. That's it. Figure it the fuck out. Right. Jesus fucking Christ! Now the, 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 they are in a minor league park, so they don't have the same drainage system as like uh, as what major league you? parks. 
making excuses for the fucking Buffalo Blue Jays now. The Bisons, dude. <laughs> Bisons of Buffalo. Whatever. Fuck you, Brady. Where the Buffalo Bisons play? Where are I they feel playing like now? They've been playing in uh, like for real? Where Jersey, I think. <laughs> That's horrible. That's worse than Buffalo. Wow. I'd hate to be a Buffalo Bison. Uh, bison, uh, get your shit together. Sorry. Uh, that was, <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying to figure. It out. I think they are playing in. Uh, Look at Brad's working hard. In right Jersey, now. you can see the steam coming off. Wow, is that a bald mm-hmm. joke? That's pretty uncalled for, dude. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like I say "fuck you," Brady, and it's not even towards Tom. More, more so than anything else in my fucking vocabulary lately. All right, so the second game ends up getting suspended. Whatever, that's getting made up in uh, Toronto, August tenth. Third game, uh, we see the lineup. Lineup's fucking disgusting, not in a good way. It goes: Kike Santana for Santana, Xander, Devers, JD, Renfro, Vasquez, Dahlbeck, Chavis. You see Santana as your. You're second, the second guy in the lineup. It's just like holy shit, man! Like what the? My my question is: Somebody please tell me why Santana is in this lineup at number two? And I guess he had a couple a uh, couple home runs off of Robbie Ray. Well, Santana's in the lineup because uh, God has finally abandoned us. This was the sign that we've been waiting for. That truly he has gone, and we've <laughs> we're just left to our devices on this mortal plane. And frankly, it's a depressing day in, in human society for that reason. Is that Spanish? Wow. <laughs> oh, he's the. He's the. I think it's. I think it's pretty obvious what's going on there. He's the third in Cora's marriage, and he owes him. He saved their marriage. Yes, of course. He's got to pay him back. It's. <laughs> oh, fuck, oh my god! <laughs> Why do you think they signed him? The man needed a job. Uh, oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Fuck that. Uh, Brian? I have nothing right <laughs> now. I, I got nothing. Uh, I just, I really hope everything's okay with Danny Santana. How about that? I, I, I don't. Wow. Yeah. yeah. If you could only pick one, you have to pick one. Andres or Santana? Who do you pick? Andres. Really? No, I pick Santana. Fuck Andres. Andres. I'm picking Santana too. So we're at a, we're at a split. Apparently, here. that's okay. It's okay. It's okay, Ed and Grant. You guys are okay being wrong and whatnot. Santana does not deserve to be in this lineup. He doesn't deserve to be in the roster. Neither one of them actually deserves. Okay, to be every in the time roster. Andres makes an appearance, he's good for like giving up two or three runs, and that can actually lose us games on a consistent basis. But Danny Santana going over four has not prevented us from winning a ton of games. <laughs> But Andres will go out and he'll he'll punch out the first two batters, and then he makes it interesting because he's been, you know, I'm going to take a page out of Brady's book. He's bored in the bullpen. Yep. I agree. I see that. He's making yep. it fucking interesting. And, you know, I'd like to see both of them shot to the fucking sun or the moon, whatever, to Pluto. Fuck it. Send him to another galaxy far, far away. I, I don't like, give a fuck. I, I put I, out of the two of those, I would rather have Andres. And like counterpoint, 
Danny Santana really fucking sucks at baseball. Like, and also, we made a point in one of our episodes that if Santana is up, bases are loaded, and Xander is on third, he's going to kill Xander Bogart. So <laughs> I don't want to lose Bogey. Yep. Of course. Apparently, you don't care about the face of the organization. Ed, you know what? Just went down a little peg. I guess because I love Xander Bogarts. Uh, oh, I don't want anything happening. I can't lose that beautiful man. Yeah. Can't do All it. right, Xander or Pavetta, Brady. Ooh. Oh, it's Xander. That's easy. Okay. Yeah, the can't so you, you don't have the Aruban uh, Adonis. <laughs> so you don't have that big of a boner for uh, Pavetta. No, my I man crush is real. No, it's all right. My man crush is real. But like multilingual I'm, I'm, I'm maniac, much, as he's called. Yes, Ed, I think I think Xander's hurt. Yeah. That's where you were about to go, right? Yeah. Well, it was reported he had that wrist injury, right? Yeah, he's been playing through it. He did hit that one foul ball like five hundred feet, but besides that, that cool. he's looked he's looked he hasn't looked great the last few games. No, 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 but, no, well, no big whoop, straighten out the swing, dick face means nothing. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Brian. Question. Who has the higher war without looking, Matt Andrees or Danny Santana? I'm going Andrees. I think Santana has a higher war. Santana's hit like four home runs, so I think I, I guess Santana, but they're both equally pretty They're both negative. Yeah. But uh Yes, it is Danny Santana by uh Ah the nerd Danny, stats back us up. You guys yeah. are both wrong. Danny Santana has uh negative three tenths and uh Andres is negative uh eight tenths. Do not pass so, go, do not close. So if you round down. up, Danny Santana actually breaks even, whereas if you round to the nearest denominator, Matt Andres is definitely a negative. So, yeah, he's a loser. Mathematically he's a loser. That's there's no <laughs> like I'm sure he's good at something. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's, it's just, just not, not baseball. baseball. Right. That's Alex like, Cora, I guess. Maybe he's good at uh, like a 52-card pickup. Mm. Well, at least he recently sucks every every couple days where Danny Santana's in the lineup way too often, and he just sucks all the time. Remember when he was good in April? And, and it was like, wow, what a good move getting Andres. And then he was like, no, no. <laughs> what happened between April and May? Jesus Christ. He actually looked really good in April. He Why really you ask Josh Taylor? He oh. sucked in April. It's the and it was like a Freaky Josh Friday Taylor. situation. Like they switched bodies. <laughs> yes, of course. All right. So are you theorizing that Josh Taylor is the reason that man, Matt Andrews sucks now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But okay. Josh Taylor at That's that time right. was Matt Andrews. So Matt Andrews is still the reason that Matt Andrews sucks. Josh Taylor was actually the reason that Matt Andrews was good for that month. Yeah. So would you would you That's swap maybe. it now if you could? No, you no. I like Josh back? Taylor more. I like Josh Taylor more. Man, I, I didn't it. like the, I didn't like the Man Andre signing when they got him, and I felt like an asshole like the entire first month of the season for that. Hey, to be fair, he taught uh, he taught Whitlock how to throw a, a change up. So cool, make him a pitching coach. Yeah, there you go. He's a really expensive pitching coach. That's uh, what's sorry, no, don't make him the pitching coach. I I, I like Dave Bush. <laughs> no, that's fair. Bush, Bush has done a good job. Brad's a Bushman. Brad's a Bushman. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, yep. I am not a Bushman. I do like mm-hmm. the Dave Bush though. Oh, you like Dave's Bush? I got it. Okay. Yes, yep. I do like Dave's Bush. All right, so yep. all right. Seems as though we 
totally don't even want to talk about the fucking games and whatnot. Let's talk about the prospects uh, situation that just happened um, while we were watching the game. There is an announcement that uh, Ed, go ahead. You you know the names. It was Marcus yeah, Wilson. So Marcus Wilson, who's um, at AAA. Pedro Castellanos, who's at AA, and Cameron Cannon, uh, who is at High A. They were all taken out of the game at their, at their of their respective games at very similar times. So. You know, people started saying, hey, there aren't really injuries being reported here. Maybe there's a trade. And nothing's happened. And it turned out Cannon and Wilson were both taken out because of injuries. So a little bit of uh, shooting the gun early. But those are three guys that could very realistically be traded. So it's uh, it'll be interesting to see if they come up again over the rest of uh, the week and next week. Yeah, it's it, I've... I've been thinking that uh, Marcus Wilson would have been part of a trade uh, for the Red Sox this year. Um, it's it would be it would be a bad bad idea to put him in in there um, as as part of a trade. But we all yeah, like we'll shot the gun, basically, like all Red Sox fans do. Go ahead. Yeah, no, Wilson's uh, Wilson's gonna. He's a good player. He just doesn't have any space, and he's on the forty-man right. roster, so they're going to need to move him. But he's doing—he's doing really well for uh, for uh, AAA, especially since uh, Duran's moved to the majors. He's going to be the leadoff hitter for as long as he's on the team there. And right. Castellanos is—he um, moved to the outfield this year. He's one of these like big, strong guys that previously hadn't put up any power. He's already got 10 home runs this year. He's hitting about 300, so uh, they moved him to the outfield. And then Cannon was their top pick that year that they lost um, their first rounder. So he's not... He, he's interesting. I think he was an ASU product, and he's done pretty well this year, but he was really disappointing his uh, his first year. I think he played in... I forget if he was playing in Salem or the Gulf Coast League or whatever it was then. But, um, yeah, they're all three prospects. None of them are, like, that top tier. But it also says how much Bloom's improved the system just with how much... How these are, like, guys in, like, the top like in the top 30 at best uh, for the, for the organization and they could probably fetch a decent player. So, yeah. We'll see. We've got like 10 days left, I believe. Yep. Something like that. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, also, Danny Santana was hurt during the game today. Uh, he went after a grounder uh, that went out to left field and he just like fell flat on his face. Uh, and, you know, it looked like he really did eat shit. And it was a left groin pull or strain, I believe they said. Now that's very interesting because now we got uh, we got Arroyo who's on the IL. We've got Marwin who's on the IL. You got to imagine that this is going to be another IL stent for Santana. Could we be bringing up Franchi? Go ahead, Ed. You got that big shit-eating grin on your face. <laughs> I would love nothing more than for Franchi to come up. Jonathan Arruz makes a little more sense to me here because those are all infielders. Uh, but I would love for Franchi to come back. I I fucking love Franchi Cordero. You love fucking him? Oh, yeah. No, no, he's great, though. He's a great guy. He's... I love fucking Franchi Cordero is what you just said. <laughs> Uh, Grant, what are your thoughts on the possibility of, you know, Danny Santana going on the IL? It, you know, you make a good point there. Ed Arruz could. But uh, what are your thoughts, Grant? I, I'd be happy to see Franchi again. You know, he came up, 
uh, you know, beginning of the year, looks like complete and utter ass. You know, got sent down, became a god. So, you know, let's give him his second chance. Austin Bryce got a second chance, so why not Franchi? And, and Ryan? Honestly, I, I'd like Franchi staying down because I think maybe, just maybe, there's a GM out there who's, who's looking at his numbers and going, whoa. And I kind of worry if he gets called up and maybe he doesn't come up in the lightning in a bottle, that it kind of makes someone take a step back the other way. So I'm not really a big Ruse fan, um, but I, I think right now that's the safer safer move. Um, but if you told me Cordero was was a key guy to get like Anthony Rizzo, let's say, or something like that, uh, I'd be nervous that if he comes up and he's kind of exposed for eight or nine days and, and looks cold, or is just even just say he's pressing, uh, I, I would worry about that. So I don't, I don't I want to see him, but I don't want to see him. So my uh, my counter argument to that is the fact that uh, when Franchi was up. There was still the whole sticky stuff situation going on, so all these pitchers were able to um, do do their thing and fuck the Yankees one. Um, but you'd have to think that with the fact that there's the ban on the sticky stuff, there's a better possibility that he'll get a hold of a ball and, and he'll be able to he'll actually hit for uh, average. Um, also, the other thing is is he can play. Uh, he's been playing first base down in Worcester, and he's also an outfielder. So that gives you infield. You get to trade off a drawback, you know, platoon if you need to. And um, if Alex Verdugo needs some time off, you can put him out in left field. You know, so that's why I was going with uh, the possibility of Franchi coming up. Well, so I feel like for a Rizzo trade, Franchi wouldn't be the guy that would go back. I feel like the Cubs are going to be looking for a lot of way younger guys because they feel like they're going into rebuild, so they'll be a few years out. Oh, like Franchi they did with you, Darvish? Probably, yeah. Like, because uh, Franchi's 26, isn't he? Yeah, Something like, like that. Like, yeah, I feel like the, the Cubs would be looking for, like, guys who are, like, low 20s, you know, kind of area. Uh, give them a few years to kind of breathe, to develop, because they probably are aiming to be dog shit next year. We'll see. We'll see uh, what ends up happening. The move. I think that Santana is going to end up on the IL, especially with the groin pull. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, yeah, that is pretty fucking brutal. But um, now we have a pretty big series coming up uh, starting tomorrow. We have the New York Yankees for four games. What are we thinking is going to happen? I think Don't they're going to take three or four. I think they're going to take three of four, and Red Sox Twitter will focus on the one game they lose. Brad, Brad, can you give us the uh, pitching matchups? Yeah, give me a quick second. I'm actually pulling that up right now. Uh, As of right now, the the projected starters are Hauk Montgomery, um, Erod and Cole, Yavaldi and Tyon, and Martin Perez versus German. I know his name's Yerman, but I like calling him Jeremy because he's a piece Well, of he's shit. a wife beater. We don't get to talk, call him what his actual name is. Like, who gives ah. a fuck? Uh, <laughs> the funny thing about the Yankees is I, I really want us to sweep them because I want Yankees fans to shut the fuck up because they're at least one of them who I uh, am follow, good dude named Anthony Dash. He was tweeting today. He's like, the Yankees are so back. And I said, yeah, they're seven, They're back. They're seven games back. I can't <laughs> believe it took you this long to realize. Like, I don't <laughs> – how did you not realize this? So, you know, they're starting to crawl out of their cave again, and I kind of need them to not be, like, back, back, you demon. 
Like, get back in your hole. You disgust me. So, yeah, we need we need a four-game sweep. It's happening. You heard it here first, folks. Ed? Oh, I think they're going to win three out of four, and just um, it's going to be good. I don't know. We, I think I think they're going to beat Cole. I, I could see, conceivably, they win the first two, drop the third, um, and then the last one they win, too. But, you know, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to predict the specifics on that, uh, but... They they just got so unlucky in that last series. I I just can't see that happening again. God, the last series is brutal. And Brady, yeah, I also agree. I think it'll take three or four, but I think uh, I think Cole is just running real hot right now. I mean, he's been very impressive now for a while. Uh, he looks locked in, but I think honestly, they're they're kind of doing it. It's impressive. I think they've won eight of their last ten, um, and, and with a depleted uh, you know roster. But I think eventually that depleted roster, you know, it, it's cool you can pull some games out, but over the long haul, it, it's not going to pan out. And I, I think the Red Sox are going to be looking their chops and, uh, you know, really play full nine innings and, and win baseball games the way it's actually intended. Yeah, yeah. That uh, was, so, that, oh, sorry, no, I was just going to say that Scranton uh, that Scranton lineup. Three of those guys are in the majors right now, starting for the Yankees uh, with uh, Brantley, Greg Allen. And I forget who the third one was. They had a second baseman whose name I'm also forgetting that just got brought back down. But it's 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 nuts that like they're doing as well as they are with that lineup. I have to I have to think that, or you have to think that the Tyon um, game that happened on Sunday was something that they're going to be the Red Sox are going to be like, nah, there's no way this guy pitched that good against us because um, I'm pretty sure we smashed him. Uh, the first time we saw him, um, Cole, we ended up uh, beating uh, the first. Uh, I think it was the first time we saw him. I think was that at Yankee Stadium or was that at Fenway? I think that was at Yankees. No, it was at Fenway. Um, it, that was the one that Kike hit the um, the leadoff home run. But uh, Cole, you know, he's the ace of their team and whatnot, and he's I. I don't know. I just feel like he's he, he's going to be due for another like a streaky loss, um, not a streaky loss, but another loss by the Red Sox. But it's not going to be like a bad loss. It's not going to be like an eight to one loss. It'll be like a three to two. Uh, he'll give up a couple home runs because that's what aces actually end up doing. Like they'll throw the ball, they'll attack the, the strike zone, and they'll give up a long ball here or there. But they're not going to be like uh, three run homers, you know. So. I think I think we go we take the um, we take the first three and then we just uh, somehow Domingo Herman finds like lightning in a bottle. I don't like Jermon being the winner. I, I, I don't like I don't like him being the winner and he doesn't uh, I don't either, wins. but I, I hate Herman actually, so but I, and also, you got to remember that they have a Rodas Chapman who's going to come in in the ninth at some point, oh, and God. he'll end up uh, he'll end up giving up some bombs. So. Yeah, it is sad. You know, a lot of stuff on Twitter is talking about uh, Chapman the other night saying he's back, and it's like even in his back performance, he still ends up uh, a, a, a nice shot in the ninth. It's like the guy hasn't pitched a clean inning in a long time, and you know. That, that would not be a good thing. And Zach Britton got hit hard tonight. Um, so, I mean, they're, they're back in the pen. Chad Green's been a little spotty. Uh, Britton was a good tonight. Chapman 
so, I mean, what usually is the strength of that team is the bullpen. Uh, <laughs> with Lawazica not there, too, that's tough. All right. Hey, guys, uh, we've got some news coming out um, on Friday. Uh, so, for anybody who actually made it through an hour and 15 minutes of us um, doing whatever we did, <laughs> take a listen on Friday. We'll have a new episode out. Um, it's pretty big for us. And uh, pretty excited, actually. I, I mean, how do you guys feel about the news? You guys pretty excited about this? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That's 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 the answer I wanted to fucking hear. I'm like, fucking pumped. <laughs> Let's go. What a fucking answer. How are you guys feeling tonight? Good. I'm fucking. Uh, yeah, we got we got some pretty big news coming out Friday. Uh, we got a special guest who's going to be joining me uh, tomorrow afternoon. Um, we're going to drop another episode that isn't going to be talking about like an actual game or whatnot, and uh, it'll be fun. So, is it Danny Santana? It's not Danny Santana at all. Okay. The news okay. is actually that my wife left me, and I frankly, I, this was supposed to be private, and I can't believe Brad is just going to broadcast this to the entire listener base. Um, I, I had so much respect for you, man. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, I can't believe you had respect for Brad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the odd part. That's the odd takeaway for sure. Yeah, right. Fuck you, Brady. You guys can't see it, but Brad's like is just face planting himself into his own microphone. <laughs> just, just. All so right, everybody. Sh- He's All so right, everybody. Too. Fuck off, Brady. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back on Friday to talk about the big news. Uh, we will also be back Monday morning. Uh, we will be talking about the Yankee series. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to the Pesky Report. Make sure to follow us on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pesky Report. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, please make sure to leave us a review and a comment and let us know how we're doing. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 